0: welcome to Brain Porn. Welcome to Brain Porn, guys. I'm Dev. And I'm Doug. And today we're going to be talking about... Mexican cocaine. Things that'll get you sent to prison. Mm-hmm. And prison so. and jail and all the things of the sort. And I guess Mexican cocaine is one of them. I guess both of us have been to jail a couple times. And yeah,
1: I don't think either of us done any substantial jail time, but we know what it's like to be locked up for a little while, and we wanted to kind of talk about that. You know, is it benefiting our society to lock certain people up? Fuck,
0: man. I don't think so. I think the whole like jail thing is fucked up. Yeah. I think it's kind of sick. And I don't really see a benefit. Because, I mean, you'll get... When you're in there, like, I've been called a lifer. People have said, oh, bro, you're a lifer. And for those of you who don't know what a lifer is, it's somebody who's consistently in and out of the prison system. Basically, for the rest of their life. Yeah. So, they're doing a life term in just short segments. Mm -hmm. And, I mean... The fact that that's a thing,
1: I think a lifer too is somebody that's like got like a twenty five year bid or a thirty.
0: Yeah, year well, bid. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, so Long- they're doing they're long-term. doing their fucking their life yeah. in there, right? Totally. And they're going to be in and out. And I think that that if there is a thing such as a lifer, mm-hmm. then there is something wrong with the system, right? Yeah. Because yeah. It, jail is supposed to be there to to treat you and to make it so that you don't go back. Yeah. But I think that a huge portion of of people who go to jail, continuously go back after. Yeah. So what's the what's the deal here?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I think some people, like, they go to jail, they get freaked out by the experience of going to jail, and I think, if, you know, a large percentage of people are in jail for their drug problem or their alcohol problem.
0: Oh, probably. I'm, I'm sure it's huge. Like, I don't know the exact numbers on that, yes. but, like, I, I bet you it's most people in
1: jail I would say, yeah. are
0: there because of drugs or alcohol or some sort of substance abuse issue. Totally. Totally. You know, outside of the people who are just like, you know, mentally sick.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think some people go to jail for a little while and they they turn their life around, right? I think that's that's possible. Maybe if jail freaks them out and they say, you know what, I don't I don't ever want to be back here. So what do I got to do to, in order to stay out of here? Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart, perfect example. Yeah, she did a little time there. She's a gangster. She
0: is Martha Martha Stewart and Snoop Doggy Dog. <laughs> G'd up.
1: So, yeah, I think I think it works for some people, but I think a large percentage of people do you think hang on, sorry, yeah. do you
0: think Martha Stewart had a shank? And if so, what do you think it was made out of? Because I
1: bet you she probably had a very pretty shank probably made out of, like pasta or something like <laughs> <you know laughs> what I mean? like she she made her own pasta a,
0: a piece of provolone that she yeah. that she smuggled in, yeah, and something? like
1: glazed somehow and <laughs> some type of <laughs> she, plastic. She probably used like some sort of hairspray
0: concoction, totally, okay, so yeah. <laughs> Enough of that, I guess, eh? Enough of that. Yeah, so back to the substance abuse. Like, I really feel as though there's got to be, like, some stats or something, like, on on it. But I, I do know that there is some stuff that has happened in uh, some different countries where they have changed the laws surrounding drugs and mm-hmm. and uh, substances. So people are doing less time now. And, yeah, like, I guess their society has improved from that.
1: Oh, yeah. So in Portugal, they've decriminalized drugs, which means it's... Basically, the loosening of criminal penalties. So, what happens in por- – so, the difference between decriminalizing is – decriminalizing is loosening of criminal penalties. Legalizing is completely lifting.
0: Yeah, because we have legalized marijuana in Canada. Mm-hmm. So, nobody's going to jail for it unless they're caught, I guess, uh, driving under the influence yeah. or – or I don't know. Yeah, I mean, driving like under the helps. influence.
1: <laughs> and I, I think if you're growing more than three plants in your household. But I mean, how are they going to police that? Right? So, I,
0: th- I think that's interesting. Now, we can grow our own – marijuana
1: mm-hmm. yeah three three plant up to three plants.
0: how many people are going to grow their own marijuana like honestly
1: yeah i don't know i want to grow marijuana and not even smoke it but just like <laughs> grow it and then give it to people
0: here you go man i don't think you can because i think that's like then the regulation kind of kicks in right but i guess maybe it's sort of like making your own wine at home. Yeah, totally
1: yeah, yeah anybody can grow it
0: that's a real thing
1: totally so in portugal drugs are decriminalized so what happens if you get caught with you know Let's say you're a heroin addict, you get caught with heroin. Apparently, what happens is that this is the stats I have. 72 hours to appear in court. You go in front of something called the Commission for Dissuasion of Drug Addicts, and then they will impose fines, maybe force you into a treatment center. So it's a specialized court system. Basically.
0: Just specifically for drug drug users and abusers.
1: Yeah. So what I found out was that apparently you sit in front of two medical professionals and one person with a legal background. So there's a tribunal. There is a drug it's not, deal. It's not just you're being judged by
0: somebody and you have somebody defending you and you have somebody yeah. opposed to you.
1: I think they also confiscate your drugs if you're caught with them. Well, um, that's fair, I guess. So, and I mean, what's cool is that I also found another statistic on Vancouver. If the police catch, you know, most people who are drug users, if they catch them with drugs and that's the only offense they've done, I don't think any anything really happens unless they have other charges accompanying the drug charge
0: oh so the, if they go get you know high on cocaine and then go rob a store
1: yeah then they're in shit. They're going to take but that if into they're account.
0: Just, if they're just blasted on cocaine or heroin
1: yeah mexico has decriminalized weed and cocaine for personal use oh really i read that stat yeah that's interesting because yeah. i feel like that's probably similar to hollywood yeah
0: <laughs> totally <laughs> right yeah exactly what are they going to do yeah you know that's funny
1: and okay. i don't want to name names but i'm i'm sure there's a lot of them that uh are doing personal use, you know, oh, and not trafficking it.
0: Maybe more than one. Yeah, maybe,
1: <laughs> maybe. So I'll tell you a little funny story of jail. Okay, I've already told you the story, but I'll tell it again. I was in juvenile detention center for I think a couple of weeks when I was a kid, max a month. That was my first experience of like, youth youth prison, right? Yeah, like yeah. I, I was yeah. sixteen, I think, or was I seventeen? Sixteen, I believe. Kids jail. Um, yeah, and I mean, really, high school was, is what we called
0: it. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was
1: awesome. Yeah. really, to be honest. I mean, I really, yeah, well, it wasn't awesome, but it was kind of like summer camp. And it was kind of like, uh awesome. you know, I met friends, I got really good at playing basketball, I got on the good team, everything was good. And I, I started to learn how to use my sense of humor to get myself out of situations. And I made friends quickly in there. Yeah. So nothing really crazy happened to me. In, uh, and nothing really crazy happened to me in adult jail either. But the first time I went to adult jail, the way it works is you, you get arrested, you get sent, you get Taken from the holding cells wherever you are, they put you in this little tiny van, uh, and you're cuffed to another person. What? So oh, yeah,
0: the paddy wagon or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. you've
1: got your arms, I think your arms and your legs cuffed. Yeah, your arms and legs are cuffed to another person. So like one side of your body's cuffed to the other person, yeah. vice versa, right? They take you downtown, uh, they take you to the, the remand Center. You go through a series of rooms, right? They put you in like a holding tank. Then they remove you from the holding tank. They strip search you. They give you your coveralls, your toiletries, and then you go to your your unit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when they were strip searching me, um, there was two. I think there was two officers, but only one that was kind of directly speaking to me. And he had told me to lift my feet so that he could see the soles of my feet. But That's what it. I thought he told Cause me because you know that
0: you, people people <laughs> smuggle yeah. packets of cocaine on the, bottom, on on the, the bottom of the soles of feet. I'd never
1: put it in the bottom of my fucking feet. That's <laughs> better than in your ass. But you know, Maybe? so. What I what I thought this guard said was bend over and touch your feet. I thought that was part of the process. Yeah. Well, you're young, right? And you've probably seen it in a movie or something like well, that. Well, yeah. Right? So I bend over to touch my feet and the guy's like, hey, what are you doing? You know, like <laughs> relax. You don't have to like stand up, you know? And he kind of laughed. This guard was a dick, by the way. and I oh, is that right? Yeah. I was in adult jail three times and I had this guard twice. I directly dealt with this guard twice and he was a fucking dick smack. But – it I got a laugh out of him. I'll tell you that. Him this and his partner were did laughing. Did you
0: see that guard in Juvia or in?
1: No, no, in Remand Center. So at all oh, jail. Okay. okay. Yeah, I saw him twice. And he, I think, I think a lot of people, if I, I wish I remembered his fucking last name because he was a dick, but, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't mind putting him on blast.
0: There's a few of them, eh? Oh,
1: yeah. And there's some that are really cool. I, meh, I didn't really deal with the guards all that much when I was there. I was never there for a long period of time. So, but yeah, man, he got a good chuckle out of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like,
0: well he got to see the sheriff's badge. <laughs> he sure did
1: <laughs> he definitely saw the sheriff's badge. that's funny i did nothing like that crazy
0: ever happened to me i never showed my butthole like no. too too much except for an adult because they do actually in alberta at least or in calgary yeah they make you bend over and like cough or yeah whatever. in
1: this case, I, I don't know maybe like,
0: i just have the wrong judge maybe i just maybe i just look the type i don't know
1: yeah he he, t- he definitely said lift the soles of your feet or lift your feet up and and i took it as bend over and touch your feet and maybe it was because it was the second time i was there so i had done it before maybe. i don't know maybe that's why i don't. But, some
0: of them i i've actually had it where they don't make you just i think well it's uncomfortable right like right. they don't want to see how many buttholes do you want to see in totally, a totally
1: man that like, would be really fucking that would be terrifying <laughs> you
0: know that's like <laughs> if you fuck up at work they say okay for the rest of the week, you have to go look at men's buttholes.
1: <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, it's it's possible. Come on. That's, that's a great idea. <laughs> I wish I was a boss so I could do that. I think, you know, I think you could. You could. Because there's, you know, there's a couple of boneheads out there that would just do it
0: look at like, bottles. yeah what are they gonna go on the internet
1: <laughs> well <laughs> Search maybe even ask like people that they know like can i see your butthole because i have to do it for work <laughs> i got i got a punishment at work
0: <laughs> if you're working with these type of people i feel like you're probably not that far off the type yeah. who's gonna look at the buttholes <laughs> yeah
1: true enough so yeah That's i mean awesome. so now you went to you went the last time you went to adult jail you came out and you stayed sober stayed sober yeah. yes Okay. Which is,
0: you know. So, I've had like a long history of, of um, drug abuse and, and alcoholism. So, ever since I was a kid, like I was – always had like lots of trauma, right, growing mm-hmm. up. So, ever since I was a kid, people always said, ah, bro, you shouldn't be drinking. You shouldn't yeah. be drinking. And I was like, oh, no, blackout, I can do it. Blackout drink, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Bad, right? Yeah. And I, I fucking always get into shit and I'd always do shitty things. And so, it kind of – it just progressed. Like, so, I – my first time that I went to jail, it wasn't because I was drinking. Yeah. But sort of because all my other shit prior to that was because I was drinking. Yeah. But then this one instance, whatever. I got in a little scrap, went to jail. That's that, right? I did four days in youth uh jail and it sucked and it was scary. I'll
1: tell you I'll tell you more about that another time. So for the longest time Yeah, kids are fucking I don't know, adults can be pretty fucked up too. I met some fucking guys in jail that were fucking kinda of scary, but when kids are kids, kids are way are, more fucked
0: up, man. Yeah, yeah. Kids
1: are, I worked in the kitchen in the uh, in the young Offender
0: center. Yeah, and kids are fucked up, man. Yeah. Like, I, you fucked up shit. Yeah, you don't you don't want to know. So yeah, my last because I had been in in and out a few times, and I've always known sort of that I have these substance abuse issues, right? Yeah. So I don't know what happened. Like I just I was in there. I because I got arrested and I was in jail and I and I woke up. And I remember not knowing what the fuck I was there for. Yeah. And I asked one of the guards, I said, hey, like, what am I here for? And he kind of was smug. and, Oh, you don't know? No, I don't. <laughs> He's like, well, you'll find out later, like when you speak to the JP, which is the justice, uh, justice of the peace. Yeah. So I was like, "Fuck, okay." Like, so I'm sitting there for like hours, just sweating, just yeah. like, "What the fuck am I here for?" And I'm looking at myself. I got no blood on me. Like, I'm straight. Like, I didn't. There's no nothing crazy, no homicides, you didn't murder no, anyone. Yeah, nothing like that. So that's good, right? It's <laughs> <That's laughs> a I, bonus for sure. I couldn't piece together my night because mm-hmm. I was just so I was so intoxicated, and I was. I think I was like high on cocaine and, and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And then, anyways, so they bring me to see the justice of peace, and I say. Okay, can you tell me why I'm here, man? Like, what? What the fuck? Yeah. And he just counted off. I think it was like eleven or twelve charges. And but he didn't say what they were. He just counted like one, two, three. And he said that's why. And then I was just shook to death. I was like, oh man, like (laughs) that's a lot of charges. Like I fucking racked up. That's when you were a kid. No, this was when When I was adult. adult. So I was like, man, I racked up some shit here. Like, what the fuck did I do? Yeah. So I get in front of the JP. Basically, I'm asking for bail. Like, I have bail. But this is like my fucking fourth or fifth time or something like that in jail yeah so they're not gonna let me go because i'm i'm obviously i'll probably do something fucking dumb again yeah i don't blame them i get i get why or whatever but yeah so they don't let me go so i went to jail and just remember i was just in there and I, you know you have time to think so i was thinking and okay well i fucking did this and i've done this and i've wronged this person and just all these things and then just kind of compounded and i sort of like hit like this this place right and i was yeah. just like really fucked up and i was really like i need to change my life right and then i went out um because we're it is like phone time or whatever and i remember i was looking at the board because there's a board of like different fucking bullshit that you can do in the jail or yeah. or you know you can call this number if you need yeah, help yeah. With this blah 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 and there was something and it just said uh for an aa meeting which was happening i believe the next night so I was like, okay, well, I'll sign up for that. I want to go to that, right?
1: Yeah. For those people that don't know, AA stands for Alcoholics Anonymous. I'm sure people know. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody that's going to be like, what's AA? But you never know. Yeah. Alcoholics Anonymous.
0: So um, I saw this meeting. I signed up for it. They call me. I go to it. And it's literally, it's me, two other guys who probably didn't really want to be there, but they were doing it for court or something. Uh,
1: fucking rights they were. And then,
0: uh, and then there's the guy who's running the meeting. Yeah. And he's kind of like going through the spiel or whatever, and I'm like, okay, like, fuck, I guess this is what I have to do because I've been I've been through you know AAs and rehabs and stuff like that, and and it I've never really paid it much mind, but like this is something that I got to do. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Anyways, it I guess it went it was pretty uneventful. Like I, you know, I I heard some stuff and and I felt okay after. But then they never ran another meeting while I was there. Yeah. Because I guess they canceled them because there's fucking not enough people.
1: Not enough people going.
0: So I was like, well, that's fucking bullshit. You know what I mean? Because I needed the help, right? I really felt like, honestly, that I that I needed it and I could have used the help.
1: You, you, yeah, there's maybe a little hope there, eh? Like, man, yeah, there's something there's something that I didn't know about yeah. that exists that maybe that will help me. And then the hope yeah. gets snatched away.
0: And that's one thing that I always found about being in jail is there's like
1: a ton of false hope.
0: Yeah. There's yeah. no, there's not a lot of like real hope and that's, that's sad and it's shitty. Oh, like, yeah, it's
1: stressful
0: for like yeah. a ton of people, man. There's people in there doing like life and like doing like huge numbers.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's fucking sad all because, is, yeah. you know, you have a substance abuse issue or because you have like trauma from when you were a kid or because yeah. there's so many different reasons.
1: Yeah. Right. Mental health. Um oh, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever been to jail that didn't directly relate to my drug problem like it was it, it always had to do with whether I was fucking petty theft I broke into a house the first time I went to jail I mean I was always doing something to support my drug habit
0: I read somewhere that it's something like 70% of of inmates mm-hmm. are in jail and have have had substance abuse issues within 1 year yeah. of, of their imprisonment That's right yeah So I mean like yeah. it's so closely linked to each other mm-hmm. it's just fucking insane to yeah. me But yeah anyways I kind of had an epiphany, I guess some would say. And I, I realized like, okay, I, my life can't keep doing this. Right. And I actually, at the end of that, when I was getting sentenced, the judge told me, she said, if I see you in my fucking courtroom again, mm-hmm. she didn't say fucking. She's like, I'm giving you seven years. Like, that's, that's it. Because you consistently come back with the same bullshit. And yeah, she's you've like, been I, there a few time I time. can give you time for this. No problem. Yeah. But next time you're getting seven years. Yeah. And I think that was kind of like, that was a little bit of extra motivation for when I got out. Like, yeah. okay, that's fresh in your head. Like, yeah. you can't fuck up. Like seven years is a long time. You know what I mean? Totally. I'm glad that I, that I haven't. I'm really glad that I stayed like clean and, totally. and sober and stuff like that for yeah. soon.
1: over a decade. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty sweet, man. I, uh, the last time I appeared in court, I represented myself. I approached the crown prosecutor myself and just said, Hey, listen, this is what I've done, but this is where I'm at. I was in treatment at the time yeah. and I said, you know, like, you know, I, I apologize for what I did. She was super cool. She was like, you know what? You seem like a stand-up person. I'm going to bring this in front of the judge. We get in front of the judge and this judge was like, you know what? Because I think this is my fifth time in court as an adult. So yeah. so the judge was like, he was like, "Nope." He's like, <laughs> I don't care what the Crown Prosecutor said. Basically, this is what he said. I don't know how he worded it exactly, but he basically said, the Crown Prosecutor has motion for this. I'm denying it. This is what you're going to do. He said- I got a conditional sentence, which means for a year and a half, I had to keep the peace, can't do drugs, can't do alcohol, anything like that. Can't reoffend, basically. And so he said, if you breach your conditions, you have to come in front of me. And my probation officer, when I went and saw my probation officer said, I've never seen a judge do that. It's the first time in his in, since he's worked as a probation officer that he's seen a, a judge say, if you return, you have to come in front of me. And Ooh. then he gave me this weird, he said – Uh, you also have to pay $200 to (laughs) animal rescue. And he, my probation officer also said, I've never seen them specifically pick. He's like, did you do anything to animals? (laughs) I said, no, I've never fucking hurt an animal in my life. He's like, that's so weird. So yeah, that was, that was interesting.
0: Yeah, like that's, that's freaking crazy. I can't believe that they would. (laughs) So did you pay? You paid the uh, restitution. I'm taking it. Anyways, so you pay for this restitution to the, to the animal society. Did they say like, Thank you or did you – oh, wait. Okay. Was it a taxable donation? That's my question. I (laughs) don't know. I don't know. Probably not. Now that I'm a fucking grown up, I'm thinking like, dude, you could have got some kickback uh, from the government for that. So that would have been rad. Yeah.
1: But – Man, it's windy in here. It
0: sure is. (laughs) Wind.
1: (laughs) So, yeah. I just think in my personal – this is just my opinion. The amount of people that jail works for is such a small percentage. Uh-huh. If we if we look back on what I was saying earlier about Portugal decriminalizing drugs, the stat I got and I don't know if this is super accurate, but again, it's it's probably pretty close. That since they've decriminalized drugs, which I think was two thousand or two thousand and one, I would say that probably half the number of it's dropped the number of people entering jail to about half of that.
0: That's freaking incredible. Yeah. Like, okay, so we have to like take into consideration how much do jails cost to run yeah in canada because they're they're not uh, private mm-hmm. so it's all government funded mm-hmm. so there's going to be people out there there's tons of people who are oh let's, let's cut funding for uh, social social assistance let's cut funding for for immigrants and yeah. blah, blah blah but all that funding is going to end up back going to the prison system because these people aren't going to have money and yeah. then they're going to commit crimes yeah. so i mean it's it's sort of a catch twenty two. It is to a degree. Yeah. So I really think that we should we, we have to come with some viable alternatives. Yeah. There has to be something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like and, I think so too.
0: And Portugal, maybe they have something. Maybe they don't. I don't know. Maybe. Like I've never seen it firsthand. Yeah. But on on paper, it looks pretty good.
1: Totally. What were you saying? Like about maybe <laughs> maybe the judge should say, well, <laughs> you've you know you you robbed a store. You've done this multiple times. Here's some DMT, put that in your <laughs> pipe, take a little puffy, go to fucking Dreamland, yep. and you come back different. Because you do come back different.
0: That's yeah. Yeah. Absolutely I, yeah.
1: I think on one of the next episodes I wanna I wanna discuss something. So on the on our on our first episode we talked about how I traveled to Peru, went and experienced okay. ayahuasca. When I came back, things were really good, but I started to spend a little bit more time on my phone, started to do the things that I was doing before I left. Yeah. For those people who kind of think like, oh, you know, these drug addicts, they just, they must enjoy it. Like, fuck, man, I haven't enjoyed drugs and alcohol in a very long time. It sucks. There's deception. There's lies that go with it. It's a secret for me, right? Such a secret? Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 always a shitty experience. It's never like, oh, this was amazing. No, ayahuasca was amazing. I mean, but- you wake
0: up, you wake up in places like jail and like fucking <laughs> people's houses, and you don't know who the fuck they are. and yeah. like you're sleeping in like weird, a
1: stranger's fucking car with blood. All over you, yeah. Right?
0: You like <laughs> it's it's never fucking as cool as you think that no, I mean. Like people it is. people who watch these movies are like, oh, you know, they're fucking doing cocaine, so they must be all partying. Ah, and yeah, they're, they're having a blast. hotel rooms and shit like that. No, man, yeah. it's not like that. No.
1: Unless it was in the beginning, it was yeah. for a number of years. I, I had lots of good times doing drugs, like mushrooms and even cocaine, and like. But yeah. the, but the first time I got into really hard drugs, man, it was shit from the beginning. There was there's always fucked up situations that I found myself in. <laughs> yeah, like what the <laughs> fuck am I doing here? Isn't it
0: weird how how you kind of like you end up in these fucking odd places yeah. just
1: really odd places and you would think i would go hey last time i did drugs it hurt me and i'm not going to do that anymore yeah, but no. it doesn't no. when, when something gets fucked up in my life i run to that shit and so i think to myself again kudos to fucking ayahuasca and thank you so much to the shaman that were involved and the people that i met there because man it, it's changed my life and I'm super grateful for it.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. And you know what? Like, I really, I think that we should do an entire episode about like addiction and about oh, yeah. about like relapse because I have relapsed. You know what I mean? Yeah, had... we
1: know it, dude. We know it. And and, and we can we can fucking tell people <laughs> yeah. like, man, we've and I know there's other people that are, that are listening that are going, hey, fuck, I've been there too. Yeah. So it just it's just a matter of kind of like informing people. But you know what? I think I think I kind of want to. I don't want to give
0: everything to ayahuasca and to DMT. Like, Definitely, I, not. I really don't yeah. because. I've done so much um, personal work yeah. outside of outside of doing DMT mm-hmm. that that maybe I don't mention enough. Like I, I I'm like huge into into like self help and mm-hmm. speaking positively about yourself mm-hmm. and just and just like little things that add up. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't I don't want to put like an, all my everything on. Oh, I did DMT once and now I'm fucking totally. I'm here in the clear. No, it's been a lot of fucking all the hard work. And like yeah, yeah, it's been like a, I've had like sleepless nights and and. I have kids now, mm-hmm. and you know, like I, there's so much in my life, like hundreds of hours of counseling, and like and jail, yeah. Those, that kind of stuff does add to it. But the jail thing, the only reason I want to give that credibility, yeah, is because it gives you time alone, and it gives you time to think and to know yourself, to learn yourself.
1: Time alone or time with some fucking big dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> either uh, and you know, either no. way. Right? No, no, I know, <laughs> you know I what know I mean? what
1: you mean. Time to fucking color and write letters and, and just do shit that you, you haven't done for a while, right? And you think,
0: got, yeah, man. Yeah. And it gives you it gives you time. Like I was in the best shape of my life when I was in when yeah. I was in jail. You know what I mean? I had yeah. I had a six pack and like I was looking like
1: sexy as fuck. I, think. <laughs> yeah. in my personal opinion. I mean, yeah, you know. I Did your roommate mad. tell you that yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rub my hair, Totally. So. <laughs> just rub my hair for a bit and tell me that I didn't have a nice six pack. <laughs> <laughs> man, I miss my girlfriend.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, man. Like. Yeah, and like there's so much about jail that sucks, right? Yeah, it does. Like it does. You know, you don't get to see your family, you don't get to see your friends, you can get thrown in the hole. You have to. You're at your your life is at the rule and command of somebody else. Yeah, that's fucking huge. Mm-hmm. You don't know what it's like to be told when to shit, when to piss, when to eat, man. Like, yeah, that fucking sucks. Yeah,
1: it does. And they don't feed you enough either, man. Like, no, they don't.
0: You're not, you're not getting fucking filet mignons. Yeah, if
1: you're not getting money to buy stuff at the canteen, yeah, you you're, know, you're you're fucking hungry all the time. I was hungry all the time.
0: Yeah, man. If yeah. your commissary is not full, like, you got to have some good people on your side. Totally. And, and unfortunately, a lot of the time, when you have substance abuse issues, you don't have anybody on your side because you fucked them over.
1: Yeah, yeah. My you buddy, know? my buddy Chris. Well, actually, both my buddies, Chris and Chris. Often, they're they're getting calls from friends that they have, and they're sending them canteen money. And I just think that's such fucking that's so cool, you know, like. Like to be able to to be able to know that one of your friends is in jail, they contact you and say, "Man, I fuck, I got caught. You know, here I am. You know, I'm awaiting trial, whatever." And they're like, "You know, can you send me some canteen money?" And these guys are like, "Yeah, no problem. Man. I'll hook you up." And it's just like, "Fuck, that's 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 like that human characteristic of 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 it's, that not everyone has that." I think yeah. is fucking amazing, dude.
0: And sometimes, like, I think that everybody really needs to realize, like, most of us, man, we're only we're only one. One fucking crack hoot or one paycheck or one shitty thing happening away from being that guy.
1: Totally. Yeah.
0: So I think we all have to like – we really have to treat each other like with respect and with decency. Yeah. Regardless of of our social standing or where we're at.
1: Build each other up. Build our confidence up. Absolutely. I I think think most of the people that I know that have experienced drug addiction and that kind of stuff, like mental health stuff, their confidence a lot of times is super, super low. Mm -hmm. and if we can just build each other up every once in a while like hey man how you doing ah fuck i'm feeling anxious today or i'm feeling shitty today and we say ah fuck man i love you dude and i'm here for you You there's so
0: many things surrounding talking about feelings in our society today Mm -hmm. that that it's going to take a lot of work yeah like it's going to take a lot of work but i'm i'm not opposed to it i really think that it'll be beneficial
1: yeah man that get into that deep place getting that get into your to your heart and get into those to those feelers and and telling the people (laughs) in your life that you love them and that you appreciate them and like I said, building confidence, doing, doing what you can to help those people in your life that you love, right? Absolutely. Uh, and even, it,
0: you know, even if you don't, if you don't love them, like, yeah, fuck them. Even if you kind of just like somebody. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, yeah. Bob, yeah. I kind of just like you, but here's you're a dart, shit.
1: bud. Right. Need a dart? <laughs>
0: Here, buddy. A dart in Canada is a cigarette. So that's, uh, yeah. some serious connection. Or something design. you
1: throw at a dartboard, depending on. I think that's a British thing. Is it? It could be. I don't know. Sometimes they have those fucking dart matches on TV. Those are silly. <laughs> you, ever, <laughs> you, know, you ever watch a full dart match? I
0: know a couple guys who love darts. Yeah, they they say I'm going to the pub. I'm going to have a pint, and I'm going to play some darts. Fuck and it's like them. you're fucked.
1: Yeah, those people I don't like. Like I'm never going to do something. I'm not going to build confidence to That's, who throws darts.
0: I think that might be everybody in
1: England, pretty much. So basically, so they do they drink and throw darts. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's what, and play soccer. Anyways, yeah, I think that we need to change a whole bunch of shit about the prison system. Yeah. I don't know what right now. But I do think that we need to focus more on, um, confidence building. Totally. And really focusing on our, on our actual issues as opposed to. Yeah. Just throwing somebody in jail,
1: man. Totally. Building each other up. And yeah, I think hearing from other people too around what their maybe experience was like in jail, what their drug experience has been like. Yeah. We want to hear, we want to hear stories from people so that we can get different opinions, right?
0: Yeah. And, uh, yeah, if you guys want to tell us a story or, or let us know what's going on in your world. You can yeah. get us on Instagram. It's brain porn and that's B-R-A-I-N-P-9-R-N. They won't let us say porn. <laughs> yeah. You can reach us on our email at <laughs> brain porn podcast at com.
1: That's a mouthful, eh? It really is. There's <laughs> a lot of
0: porno in there, man. I... <laughs> it's a ton of porn. And after this, I think I'm going to go sit down. I'm going to watch some porn. Totally. So
1: thanks for tuning in guys. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Peace out, you little trout.